Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ladies and gentlemen, in today's video, I'm going to reveal three books that have changed my life. Now, reading as a whole has been such a massive contributing factor to why I've managed to get to the point where I'm at, you know, a multi multi-millionaire at the age of 21, multiple successful businesses, and I'm not going to toot my own horn any further, but point is reading was massive for me. You know, I started reading a book a week from the age of 14 and carried that on. So from 2014, 2015, 2016, and then midway around 2017, I kind of started slacking, but yeah, for three and a half years religiously I read a book a week so in today's video I'm gonna share three books that have changed my life now this these are three books of dozens and dozens and dozens but I want to give you guys some ones that I don't know potentially you may not have heard or um, just you know further than your standard thinking grow rich how to win friends and influence people and then if you guys like this I'd be happy to make a five further books that changed my life or you know five you know or you know just say five books that changed my life you know and that'll kind of be a bolt onto this one and i'll go for some of the ones that you probably don't know because there are books um that i definitely wanted to put in here but that also maybe for some people are a little too esoteric you know things like the Kabbalion. so with no further ado let's get started with the first book so one thing to bear in mind is some of these books i literally bought the physical copy just to have it for this video today because i read most of my stuff with a uh, kindle first book is Atomic Habits, James Clear. Now, I read this book end of 2019, and I had a few people recommend it to me. And I was like, guys, I've read 15 to 20 fucking habit books. Like, I don't need another habit book, how to form positive habit book in my life. I was wrong. You know, out of all of the books pertaining to habit and discipline, in my opinion, this is the one that is uh, really just the most punchy. And at the end of the day, it's not about who thinks of a concept first. It's for me, who can explain the best? And um, that award, in my opinion, goes to James Clear. So really what this book will do for you is it will give you a good roadmap on how to, first of all, identify the habits that are going to bring the highest returns in your life. And then once you've done that, an actual game plan on how to integrate them. Because here's the thing, I'll be honest, a lot of books out there on habit and discipline and this and that, they throw out these 
they throw out these studies, right? And it's just, um, it doesn't really do much uh, for engaging you or really giving you some tangible advice on like, okay, how do you make this thing stick? And I think the one thing that James Clear did uh, is that better than anyone else that I've seen is he's he shows you how to make something stick, not just, oh, here's this weird framework and and here's why this study is more conclusive that it takes 21 days rather than 66 days for a habit to stick or like i think this book just kind of gets straight to the chase um and it really helps you understand why you do what you do and as i said it really just helps you make habits stick rather than it just being this um rather than you reading a you know, almost dissertation on habits um, without much on, okay, here's the or the brass tacks of, of how you implement this stuff. So yeah, that is book number one. Book number two is Way of the Superior Man by David Data. And do not let the title off put you. And um, even some of the females in my audience, you know, I have given this book to every, yeah, every single one of my ex-girlfriends, uh, and this is actually a fresh copy right here. Uh, I have probably given this book away maybe 25 different times. And here's the thing, the stuff in this book may not entirely apply to, you know, a lot of males out there. Um, you know, it may have, you know, it may have some affinity to your personality. Uh, but for me, this thing is like, like, if you want to understand me, and more importantly, if, you know, you're a girlfriend of mine, and you want to understand me, and sometimes it can be very hard to understand someone who's entrepreneurial, and also, you know, not that, you know, everyone falls into their star sign. And, you know, I didn't believe in star signs for the longest time. But um, I have the, I'm the epitome of a Capricorn. Right. Um, so if you want to understand me, this book is amazing. Right. Now, I read this book for the first time when I was 14. And it, you know, what it did for me was is it kind of it kind of gave me permission to to live the way that like it kind of gave me permission to be me. Right. Because because the law stuff in here in terms of uh, your purpose and kind of your path as a man in this world. Um, and by the way, is that a man can have the definition of manhood is so um there's so many different ways that you can go about it, right? But I guess the definition of masculine energy, we should say, right? And also the dance between the masculine and the feminine. Um, you know, so in some relationships, uh, you know, in terms of masculine and feminine polarity, you know, the female is more masculine, right, in her essence. And, and the male is more feminine in his essence. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? But me as someone who is obviously a man uh and then also someone who's very in terms on the in, in terms of the spectrum very you know on the uh side of very uh, masculine in his in his essence right uh because as i said you know feminine and masculine energy is not the same it's it's nowhere near the same and they're both beautiful and they both dance with each other and usually that's where the best relationships come from is you know a, a very you know it, you know it doesn't really matter the gender of the person really it's that there's a masculine and a feminine and the two kind of dance together so um yeah i read this book when i was 14 and i was like oh wow wow so like i'm not weird right and even at the age of 14 like i was embodying a lot of stuff in here um so yeah, this book is incredible. This is one of those books you need to read again and again and again. And um, especially for, you know, the biggest issue that young men have right now, in my opinion, is mastering their sexual energy. Most guys don't know how to master their sexual energy. You know, most guys don't know how to transmute their sexual energy. You know, and I think if you look, and a lot of authors have written about this, why people usually get more career success in their late 30s, you know, even early 30s, or especially in their 40s and 50s, is because they have less sexual energy, or that sexual energy isn't really you know, channeled in the form of, um, I don't know how I say this, but um, I guess in a physical way, um, usually their energy and their focus, you know, as I said, really goes away from, um, 
uh, fornicating? I once went 28 years without having sex. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know. You get my drift. And really, that's when uh, especially men have a chance to really focus on their careers. Um, because, as I said, most men out there just don't know what to do with their sexual energy. And that's, you know, that's very plain to see when porn is such a massive industry. When, you know, guys, unfortunately, they think it's normal. And I guess it's been normalized to, to you know, to self-pleasure themselves uh, every day, multiple times a day. Guys, you're literally throwing away the most valuable thing that you have, which is your life energy. Now, for girls, it's slightly different, but that, that's a longer discussion. You know, those two lessons alone makes this such a valuable book, but there's so much more, as I said, in terms of just like really, I think if you give sort of a hardened entrepreneur this book, it will bring life to him again, right? Because as I said, a lot of people out there, they're, they're, they become like callous, right? They become like so, um, they really just become so stale and emotionally dead. And I think this, as I said, really gives men, or at least men who are similar to me, as I said, as in their very masculine, in their energy, and their essence, you know, this really gives men a bit of a, a playbook on how to really dance with their masculine energy and how to deal with it, right? Um, and I'm sure there's a great book, like The Way of the Superior Woman, you know, or, or something like that. I'm sure there's a great book for women and how to, you know, how to dance with that um, and, you know, how to dance with the relationship and career and this and that. So I think in general, if you're a man, um, you might read this book and you might go, oh, actually, you know, this isn't, this doesn't really resonate with me. That's fine. But I think you should still read it nonetheless. So um, this book is so, so important. Uh, as I said, a little piece of advice to any entrepreneur who's read this book, if you're in a relationship, give this to your partner. Um, you know, you might think like, oh, they'll read it and they'll be like, oh, what? So, you know, his primary purpose in life is his mission, right? Like, and you know, the most important thing to him in his life will always be his purpose. And, and you know, and kind of more until family comes in your life. And I guess things change for you as, as a man. But in general, as I said, if you're very masculine, your purpose will always come first. And I know for some of you guys, you're probably so scared to give this to your partner because, you know, then they like, you're like, oh my God, they'll like, you know, they'll hate me or this or that. But this is really, you know, people are empathetic right um and especially if you're in a relationship your partner should be empathetic so i think really just giving them an insight or a window as to um kind of kind of like a sneak peek into your mind like imagine if there's a book that was perfectly aligned with what your girl's mind was thinking right uh, and living through i mean i sure as hell know that i would be reading that book uh probably a few times a year so yeah that is that way of superior man david data now the last book is meditations marcus aurelius and uh although there's books um, like Way of Superior Man, where I've literally bought and given away maybe 20 times. This book I have had since 2015. Um, and I think it's, you know, this one is special to me. Now, now I've bought copies of this book before uh, and given it away to friends, but this specific one is like, this always stays by my bedside, you know? And I just read it again and again and again and again. Like there's just so many highlighted pages on this, uh, in this little book. And obviously it comes in this beautiful, um, yeah, this beautiful uh, hardcover. So for me, Marcus Aurelius really is um, one of the greatest minds in history. And the fact that you're able to have a peer into one of the greatest minds in history. And, and for me, the thing I find more interesting is the fact you have this, um, this unintrusive glimpse into his mind. Because the thing is, you know, Marcus Aurelius, like this was never, this is not a book. This was never meant to be published. This was his notes to himself, right? So when you've got one of the greatest minds in history, such a powerful man, uh, but also such a, a beautiful stoic mind, and you've got access to his mind. But as I said, in a way where he's not, like in this book, he's not, um, 
He's not trying to perception manage or filter because he knows that other people are going to read it. And that's why I love it because it's just such a, it's such an intimate look into someone who's just, in my opinion, as I said, just just, just so interesting, so enlightening. Um, and I'm just looking through some of my highlights here. And then let me see if I can find some shorter passages to read to you. Some of these passages are very, very long. So as I said, let me try to find something a little shorter. If he is going wrong, teach him kindly and show him what he has failed to see. If you can't do that, blame yourself or perhaps not even yourself. It's funny because in this book, there's so many contradictions, but like it's and things are so open ended, but it gives you so much to mull over. So, you know, even in that passage, it's like show others what they can't see. And if they still can't see it, then maybe, you know, maybe you then maybe in that case, blame yourself and the fact that you weren't able to show them what was right or maybe don't. And that little sentence of the end of perhaps not even yourself. It's like, it's such a curveball, And it's, um, you know, it's basically saying, you know, and maybe don't even blame yourself because, you know, some people will just never learn and some people are just on their own journey. So it's, as I said, it's this, this whole thing is not written really for someone. There hasn't been much filter to it, which I just love. As I said, it's just such an interesting, um, just such an interesting glimpse into someone's mind. Here's an interesting one for you guys. In writing and reading, you must learn before you can teach, yet more so in life. There you go. There's one for the online education industry. Here's another one. Someone despises me, that is his concern. But I will see to it that I am not found guilty of any word or action deserving contempt. Will he hate me? That's his concern. But I will be kind and well-intentioned to all and ready to show this person what he is failing to see, not in any criticism or display of tolerance, but with genuine goodwill. I said, like, this is this sort of stuff is just, like, I, I know a lot of this stuff isn't crazy. You know, there aren't fancy words or this or that, but it's just, I don't know, it's just, this book to me is, especially in this format, like, I, I just carry around everywhere and it's just, I keep coming back to it again and again and again. Here's another one. Let no one have the chance to accuse you with any truth of not being sincere or a good man. Make sure that anyone taking this view of you is a liar. This is wholly up to you. Who is there to prevent you from being good and sincere? You must just decide to live no longer if you won't have these qualities. And reason too abandons the man who won't. Yeah, I don't know. It's six years on from reading this. Yeah, six, no, seven years on from reading this book for the first time. It's just, it's still as insightful as the first day. So um, yeah, this is the third and final book um, that really changed my life. Meditations, Marcus Aurelius. So ladies and gentlemen, now what I'm gonna do is I'm actually gonna give you three bonus extra books. And as I said, I could, I mean, at this point, I've, I've probably read three, you know, honestly, I've probably read three or 400 books in my entire life. So there's so many I could uh, refer to, but here's just some I found downstairs in my little uh, home library, which is, pretty much 10% of what it used to be between moving a year ago and giving away most of my books and pretty much every time someone's at my house, you know, I, I give them a book to, to head off with. So let me give you three bonus ones. So the first is the everything store. Now the everything store is a biography um, about Jeff Bezos. And this is really just a story of how uh, Amazon was created and you know, how long-term thinking um, Jeff Bezos was. And, and it's so funny because Amazon was literally called a scam until 2008. 2009, 2010 even, um, because they went, you know, how could a business run uh, and make all this revenue and no profit? And that's because they just kept growing and growing their market share. And, you know, it's so interesting just even hearing accounts in this book of times where Jeff would specifically lose money on a certain product just to get more market share. So, um, 
yeah, I guess you could call Amazon a monopoly and I, I wouldn't necessarily disagree with you. And monopolies aren't good. And also I'm not the biggest fan of Jeff Bezos whatsoever. Um, I'm not a big fan of uh, most of those uh, elites. <laughs> Outside of the business worlds and when you look at really uh, their contributions, but in the realm of business, I may not think that they're necessarily good people, but in the realm of business, these are some of the smartest minds ever, right? And Jeff Bezos really is one of them. And I will say there are some people out there that are painted as smart minds uh, and they're not really, uh, but there are there are pure geniuses in my mind. People like Steve Jobs, um, Jeff Bezos, Peter Thiel, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And then there's ones who kind of get a little bit too much glory in my opinion. So moving on, the next book, actually talking about geniuses in business, Sam Walton Made in America. This right here is the story of, and by the way, guys, I apologize for any background noise. It is currently pouring torrential rain outside, uh, very stereotypical of London. But um, this is the story of Walmart and really just the uh, creation of Walmart. And as I said, Sam Walton, um, you know, Jeff Bezos actually took so many principles from Sam Walton, you know, namely about just putting the customer first and customer obsession. And there's some hilarious stories in this book of, you know, Sam literally being in Brazil and uh, he got arrested because he was uh, measuring the distance between the aisles and he was figuring out, you know, basically what's the most optimum aisle distance. Uh, and the Brazilian police, uh, you know, someone called the police on him uh, and, you know, the Brazilian uh, police, you know, uh, had him detained and then his family had to come get him and be like, yo, by the way, this is like a mo literally one of the richest men on earth. Um, so yeah, there's a 101 different lessons you can take from this uh, when it comes to your own business. So uh, yeah, honorary mention uh, for this book right here. And the last one is 48 Laws of Power. Now this is the concise version. I've also owned I've also owned the, the bigger one, uh, but obviously because I've read it, you know, I, I just kind of keep the concise one around. This book is very powerful because it teaches you Machiavellian thinking and, you know, not you know, most people in your life won't have Machiavellian thinking, right? Most people in your life won't be out to get you or won't be thinking six steps in advance, but there will be people in your life who do have that train of thought. And there will be people in your life who pl uh, plan out the next move and the next one and this one and this, and, and you need to understand that, right? So the thing when you read this book, I want you to be really careful, right? Because after you read this book, you will think that your mom is out to get you. Like you will genuinely think that your brother is like going to smother you with a pillow in the middle of the night and then steal your crypto hard wallet and then steal your identity and use that to start a, um, a black market business. Like <laughs> you'll literally think everyone's out to get you, right? Um, and that's not necessarily the case. Um, and that's also not really the outlook I like to have on life. So, so you know, when it comes to this book, please take everything with a pinch of salt, right? This is also going back thousands of years and using references um, and, and, and also referencing, as I said, times that were very, very different. So um, that's my little warning. But the big plus side to this is, look, in your life, you will, you know, you will come up against people who are psychopaths. You will come up uh, against people who are manipulative. You will come against people who are brilliant chess players who have the next six steps mapped out. Um, and this book will kind of help you in um, spotting those people and also almost having that in your arsenal, right? So if the time ever comes, you know how to think from a Machiavellian lens. So um, yeah, this is my last honorary mention, uh, 48 Laws of Power. So ladies and gentlemen, that pretty much wraps it up. Three books that have changed my life. Now, I want you to go ahead and leave a comment down below with a book that's changed your life the most and you'll automatically be drawn in to win a pair of Gadgie blue light blockers. So all you have to do is comment, like this video and come back to the next video and it will be a pinned comment in the section. Speaking of pinned comments, if you look at the pinned comment down below, you will actually be able to find last video's Gadget G1 giveaway winner. So on that note, I hope you guys enjoyed this video. 
I'll catch you guys in the next one. Look, if you enjoyed that video, I went ahead and picked out another special video that I know you're going to find immensely valuable. You can find it right there. I know you're going to love it, and I'll see you in the next one. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.